Porters Connect, the official City of Porters podcast. I'm your host, Mary Ruppel, and today we are joined by Annie Pryor, the Recreation Program Manager at Portage Parks and Recreation. She is here to talk about City Hall exhibitions, the exhibition artwork, and more. Thanks for joining us, Annie. Thanks for having me, Mary. Yeah, no problem. So uh, I know that you have some new job responsibilities since the last time that you've been here. Um, do you mind taking a moment to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at the City of Portage? Yeah, my name is Annie, and I have been working with the City of Portage since, ooh, about 2021. Yeah, And yeah. I started as a farmer's market manager, and I now work with recreational programming that includes, but not is not limited to, uh, nature programming, art programming. Um, we also work with, I do a whole bunch with, like, the cycling community as well here in Portage. Okay, great. Great. And um, so we have recently, what kind of brings us to why we're here, we recently received an email from a Mr. Rick Freeman with his podcast idea. And I think that he kind of reached out to you about some other stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And um, he just wanted to know more about the current City Hall exhibition that's going on and its artwork. And that actually led to this podcast. And um, before we talk about the current exhibition, would you mind giving us a background about the City Hall exhibitions in general, and um, what are they, and where do they take place, and then what's your role in them? Great question. So City Hall exhibitions uh, happen at 7900 South Westinch Avenue. You can come to the front lobby, and on a semi-regular basis, uh, we do different exhibitions. Formally, we've done exhibitions that focus on the history of Portage. Mm -hmm. uh, my director, Kathleen Hoyle, was a huge part of implementing those. Um, and we rotate through exhibitions semi-regularly. We also have a Black History Month exhibition. Um, we have Martin Luther King exhibitions. So okay. Just a wide variety of culture, history, and now we've really started getting into nature exhibitions as well. Okay, awesome. And I think the art awards are in there too? Absolutely. So we do the Portage Community Art Award annually. Um, and this year we actually just named our new... Um, our new artist for that particular exhibition and I am not personally doing that exhibition but I'm pretty excited about the art we're displaying there he does pottery okay um, so the art the winning artist is Paul May and he was selected as an exhibition finalist uh, in conjunction with the Kalamazoo Institute of Arts West Michigan area show okay great yeah I can't wait to see it I'm so, pretty excited myself yeah so um they take place at City Hall during normal business hours. Correct. And um, we say that um, it used to be 8 to 5, but we're kind of fluctuating between some different hours between the summer and the winter. So um, if City Hall is open, people are welcome to come in. They're free and open to the public. Absolutely. So if you come out to like the Portage Farmers Market, you can also stop inside and see the exhibition as well outside of those normal business hours. Okay, awesome. Sundays from? 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay, perfect. Now, um, now, what role do you play um, with the exhibitions, or that's most a, of them? That's a great question. So, depending on the topic of the exhibition, different folks at the Portage Parks and Recreation Department will do a topic. So, 
Uh, for example, the Portage Community Art Award is done by Peggy Napier. She's been mm-hmm. working with Portage Parks and Rec for uh, many years. And as I said before, Kathleen Hoyle has also been an instrumental part of our historical um, exhibitions. We also work with like Portage librarians. Um, and so we've had a, a lot of input from the community as well. So okay. it's sort of a large project with all of us. Okay, no, it's, it's a big melting pot of, of ideas and, 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 and people. So. Absolutely. Cool. Now, um, what about the artwork for uh, more specifically the Wild Wetlands, the Secret Life of Bogs exhibition? How did that come about? That's a great question. So just to give you guys a little bit of background about what that exhibition is and when it's running for. So currently uh, this summer, the summer of 2023, we have been running an exhibition called Wild Wetlands, The Secret Life of Bogs. Um, That exhibition idea came about as I started working in parks and recreation and um, I got really interested in our local bog, Bishop's Mm -hmm. Bog. And I started working with some local community experts um, who I got to, I had the wonderful opportunity of going out to the trails and learning more about why this is such an important piece of our, our, our heritage here in Portage. Um, and we've been doing a lot of work out at the bogs. Uh, we actually just reinstalled a boardwalk. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty big deal. So when I started working on this exhibition, um, the idea started when I first started working for Portage Parks and Rec. Okay. Um, I've always been really passionate about local ecosystems. I actually come from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and um, we, in Fort Wayne, we actually live in an area that's a part of the old Black Swamp. Okay, So that's like one of the oldest, largest uh, wetland areas in the United States. Okay. And unfortunately, most of that has been dredged and uh, dammed, so all of the waterways have changed. And, you know, now we we have a very small area of that left in Ohio. Okay. Coming up to Portage, it was really cool for me, especially when I first moved here in 2019, to walk out onto Bishop's Bog and walk out to Westlake, and I I could see the bogs. Yes. And I knew what they looked like. And um, so that, that really inspired me. It made me want to understand a little bit more about the local ecosystem and so I started working with those community experts and I'm an artist uh on the side yay (laughs) yay (laughs) and so I just got inspired inspired and as I learned more about uh bogs I started taking notes and my notes eventually ended up turning up into the display that you're seeing today okay that's pretty cool thank you yeah and if you haven't seen it yet it's still going to be open until the end of August I think the last day that you can see it is September 5th. Okay. Um, so right before the Community Art Award exhibit okay. goes up. Yeah, so perfect. So, like, you walk in and, and see Annie's artwork, and it's it's actually, I mean, I must say, it's very impressive. It's yeah. We've gotten a lot of compliments at it at City Hall, and I've, like, looked at it several times. So nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. So um, as far as the artwork for the other ones, do you have any role in their creation too? It just depends on what we're working on. Um, This was my uh, first experience working on an exhibit for the City of Portage. Um, And of course, I we've worked with, you know, outside contractors or I think public information has also Mm -hmm. been a part of exhibitions in the past as well. So 
um, yeah, we've we've had different collaborators for art within these projects. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about all of these exhibitions. Now, where would somebody go to find out about what exhibition is going on at City Hall? We uh, release a spring, summer, slash fall and winter brochure. Yes. So our fall and winter brochure is coming out September 1st. If you live in Portage, it's likely you'll get one in the mail. Uh, We mail it out with our Portager, which is our monthly newsletter, um, and that should come to your house around early September, so keep an eye out for that. And how about the website? Do you have um, anything on the website, like on the calendar? or? Great question. So I believe all of our exhibitions are posted on the website, um, and I'm hoping to work to get some of those exhibitions digitized mm-hmm. so that we can feature them kind of all year round so you could kind of flip through them, but... That's a project in the future. There you go. Yeah, and I'll be here to help out with that. (laughs) And then um, sometimes social media, too. We'll we'll go ahead and do a a Facebook event, or we'll actually show them on social media, uh, share them on social media as well. Okay, cool. Well, as we talked about before, you do a little bit more than just the exhibitions um, at the City of Portage. You also run many programs and events. Do you have anything coming up that you want to talk about or highlight? Absolutely. So... In relation to BOGS, we, if you really want to learn more about BOGS, you get a chance to come see the exhibition. We are doing a Spooky Secrets BOG hike cool. uh, that will be on November 2nd, Thursday in the evening. So come out and you'll hear some spooky stories about BOGS. You'll also learn about some of the really cool uh, local flora and fauna that live there as well. Okay. Um, we have a whole bunch of amazing uh, events and programs that are coming out in our fall and winter brochure. Um, not including and just absolutely not stuck to uh, nature programming, but we do have some new inclusive wellness programming as well as um, inclusive programming for folks with special needs. So check that out as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys will have it before you know it That's right. <laughs> so in the next couple of weeks. And um, is there anything else that you want to talk about while we're here? Hmm, Yeah, I I would say um, in terms of this exhibition, it was a pleasure to work on it. I had some really great collaborators, people who helped uh, bring the exhibition about. So I'd have to thank my director, Kathleen Hoyle, for uh, taking the leap and and letting me work on this project, um, as well as folks from the Michigan Department of Natural Resources, Um, and there's actually a slide about that in the exhibition itself, so go check it out. Um, We also had some great local librarians who helped us find a super cool map, so if you're one of those people wondering, like, how can I help bring nature home to my backyard and help sort of uh, make Portage a more natural place, Mm -hmm. um, you can actually take a look at this map and see where your house is on the map as to where, like, did you used to is your property where an oak savanna used to be right was it marshland was it was it a bog you know there's a whole bunch of different uh topographical understandings and hopefully someday we can tell you what plants to put there too awesome that's very cool Mm -hmm. all right anything else uh keep an eye out we're hoping to do another uh installation of wild wetlands uh in the near future as well where we focus on uh, friends of the Fens. So okay. Keep, keep tuned for that. Okay, no, we'll definitely stay tuned for it. In terms of cool programming, if you do want to help us get involved, um, we've had a lot of inquiries about how you can help uh, rare and natural places like the bog. 
Um, so if you want to help get involved, uh, we do a lot of invasive species removal programs. The next one coming up is okay. September 9th, and we will be working on helping restore a fen over at Gornick's Dick Game Area. So okay. come help us out. We'd love some volunteers for that. Okay, and what is a fen? Oh, that's a great question. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get into the nitty-gritty, um, to help you understand First of all, wetlands, there are lots of different kinds of wetlands. So you've okay. probably heard of swamps and marshes, uh, fens and bogs. So those are four kind of common types. Mm -hmm. A bog is a highly acidic wetland environment. Um, it does not have fresh water coming into it. It's mostly constituted of sphagnum moss, okay. which is a huge carbon uh, sequestration uh, carbon sequestration um, module so it, it actually holds on to a lot of carbon and it's one of our key components to helping combat climate change okay okay so um, when you're comparing a fen to that a fen actually has fresh water coming into it other than rainfall so uh, a fen may have like a river or a stream um, and so you're going to see a little bit different flora and fauna in each wetland type. Each is really important to this area. Okay, so. great. And um, so thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for everything that you do for the city of Portage, for residents and for the community. And um, for more information on all of the city hall exhibitions, um, as well as parks and recreation events and programs, make sure you visit us on social media at the city of Portage MI. You can also find out more on the website at mypark.portagemi.gov. And um, don't forget to check out the Fall and Winter Parks and Recreation Guide. That's going to be in your um, September Portager. And of course, last but not least, if you happen to have a podcast idea, just send us an email here at publicinformation at portagemi.gov.